What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Misguided Goddess Podcast. This is the Misguided Goddess Sion checking in. Sisters, how y'all feeling? Brothers, y'all all right? Well, I hope so. I hope that you all had a blessed and abundant week. And I know I'm coming hella late, but listen, no excuses, but <laughs> I just got to say this. Okay, this is what had happened. So I was going to pour my pot or whatever. But then I was like, oh, no, I want to drop it on Tuesday because I had started dropping it on Tuesday. So Tuesday came, Wednesday came, Thursday came. Then I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to just go ahead and start back recording on Sundays so that the pod can be up on Sundays. So it's like technically I kind of lost the week, but this is still going to be episode 17 all right um so first we're gonna start off with the mental health check-in so the reason why well another part of the reason why i didn't record last week was because uh i went to houston last friday not the friday not friday as in two days ago friday but uh friday before this went to houston obviously i snuck and went to houston because apparently i didn't tell anybody i was going except for the people that i went to see um <laughs> but I got to see my cousin, I got to see my godchildren, I got to spend time with my best friend. I got some really good game from her um in-laws and it was a good time, but the most special part of my trip to Houston was Okay, let me give you a little backstory first. <laughs> so, you know how um, a few pods passed. We talked about how much I was in love with a uh, Tumblr. Well, on Tumblr, I made a bunch of friends. Nothing that you know. I mean, you know, internet friends. But there's this one guy who, you know, what I didn't ask if I could say his name, so I won't say his name. But I became friends with this one guy. Um, and we have been friends for six years now. <laughs> Never met each other in person, but he got married. He got his when he got married. This is how good good of a friend we good friend. This is how good our friendship is. I could not get my words out just now. Anyway, when he got married, he made somebody in the wedding party FaceTime me so that I could be there because I couldn't get to Connecticut. But he recently moved to Houston and we finally got to meet. We went bowling and apparently this motherfucker is in the bowling league. Cause when I tell you he was whooping all eyes, he came late and still whooped eyes. I'm like, how does, who are you? The motherfucker is in a bowling league. You can't tell me no different, but we had a really good time. Oh my goodness. It was, we, <sighs> my best friend came out. She enjoyed every time. I come to town. I like to see her enjoying herself because, like I told y'all, I'm all my well, majority of my friends only friend. So you know, <laughs> I try to hit Houston so that I could give her a bit of a social life outside of being a mom and a wife. Uh, so that was a really really fun time. Uh, so that was that, and then I just got to spend. A lot of my, ter- my tarot cards is the reason is a big part of the reason why I went to Houston as well because my readings kept saying about 
like seclusion and the journey. And while I am on a spiritual journey, I thought maybe it was like, take a trip. So I was like, okay, I got the opportunity came up and I took it. Um, my godson called me and he was like, Cece, are you going to be here for my birthday? And I had to tell him I couldn't. So my babies are not used to going far, going long without seeing me. You know what I mean? Like my, my godchildren are older, old enough to remember who I am and call me like they can call me whenever. But he, uh, he just like, it just broke my heart that I had to tell my baby no. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to surprise him. So I just popped up. <laughs> so their mom told them before I got there, uh, oh, I got a surprise for y'all. Because the, the children wanted to leave. The kid, they did not want to chill. I was taking all day. Obviously, I was just taking too damn long for them. I get to the house and my godson tells his mom, mommy where's my surprise she's like cc is your surprise and i guess that just wasn't enough for him because he just was like oh <laughs> so i'm like all right all right okay okay you 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 got that one babe you got that one bud um so that was a really really good thing and i just i got to i got i got to talk to my cousin a lot man and we had this one day where we just like set up shop and we bounced ideas off of each other. And that's one thing I love about my cousin. Like she's one person who I remember one time me and this girl drove from Houston to New Orleans. We didn't matter of fact. No, I'm lying. We drove from Dallas to New Orleans and that's a seven, seven and a half hour drive. We didn't even have the radio on. We were just talking. Can you imagine talking to somebody in a car for seven hours? We did that. And that's just our relationship. Like we can talk about anything, and that's what I love. Um, so getting to getting to spend that time with her in her bomb ass apartment was fucking amazing. Um, so that's that. But one thing I did notice is that when I was out there, I noticed that I had been having this idea dance around in my head, and well. I think it might be time for me to get back on the market. I think it may be time for me to get back on the market. Um, Not time like right, right now, like right this minute, because I mean, y'all know I'm still transitioning into this new life deal, whatever the fuck I'm doing. Um, <laughs> I'm transitioning into this. However, I have been feeling like, I don't know if it's this damn new moon in Scorpio. I don't know if it's Scorpio season. I don't know if it was that full moon we just had. I don't know what it was, but something in me has just been like, like desiring and just having lustful thoughts and it's been it's been a little weird because it's like I'm try, I'm really not trying to focus on that. I got a lot going on right now and I can't really go into trying to date nobody and be talking about everything I'm talking about right now. It's just it's a lot. It's a lot. And I didn't really want to do that to anybody. So anyway, I said all that all that to say this. I feel like once I feel like maybe. I well, I've been talking to myself more about this because this isn't isn't something that I like desperately need. But I mean, 
sis needs some affection. I, that's all I'm going to say. A bitch need a hug or something. From a big, strong, fine black man who smells amazing. I mean, if that ain't too much to ask for, you know. Just come over, give me a hug, smelling like Dior Cologne. I'm just saying, just throwing that out there, just throwing that out there. But, um, no, in all seriousness, um, I've been talking, well, not, I ain't gonna say talking to myself, but I've been reflecting and meditating and I just feel like in 2020, and I feel like that's a, a good enough start because it'll be 2020 in about two and a half months. Cause hell, it's almost the 31st. Um, but I feel like that's when I'll be able to kind of just start back really dating and trying to see like what's out there, who all over there, you know what I'm saying? But I want to know, and I'll post this on a um Instagram. How do you know when you're ready to get back on the market? I feel like even though like all of the things that I went through this year, like with my mental illnesses and anxiety, and that's something else I want to talk to y'all about too today is this goddamn anxiety and what I've like, what has been like sticking out to me about anxiety, but I'm gonna share that with y'all. Um, but what I was about to say was with everything that I went through, I still feel like a part of me is ready to open myself up to somebody else to get to know like open myself up to the idea of getting to know someone let me say that um because I'm still going back and forth on it but I feel like by new year's I should have that part figured out or I may even meet somebody before then and I just don't know. And then that's another thing with my tarot cards. It keeps saying like new relationships, new love, new this, new that. And I'm just like, okay, well, fuck it. Where is that? <laughs> but what was our biggest lesson this year? Patience. <laughs> we had to learn patience this year. So I'm, and that's something that I'm definitely still working on. I used to be a very patient person. I don't know where this impatience came from, but I have been trying to go back to how I used to think about things because I'm going to say maybe like 2010, not even now, not even that far back. I'm going to say like, let's go with 2015. In 2015, I was just really patient with everything. And it was just like, you know, I'm not tripping. I'm not in a rush, just whatever. And I acquired a lot. Like I manifested so much stuff in 2015. 2015 was actually a, a kind of okay year for me. I mean, I, I won't, I can't judge the, my past few years in total because each year I had like a different depression episode that lasted for months but that doesn't make my entire year bad you know what I'm saying like 2015 I just I remember I manifested a lot of awesome things in 2015 I really like stepped my cookies up in 2015 um but I do I, I do want to ask that on a, on Instagram so I'm gonna ask for y'all input oh and by the way I have a Facebook page now, so you can um, like and share them. It's Got a Goddess podcast page on Facebook. So I'll also start the conversation there. And uh, that's the reason why I wanted to start the uh, the Facebook page was because sometimes 
my listeners i'm not gonna say followers sometimes my listeners they dm me on instagram just like giving me a little feedback and telling me how they feel about the episode or whatever the topic was and i wanted to wow you can freely definitely please always if you anything about the pod if you want to dm me go ahead and dm me i got my phone in my hand all day every day so hit me up (laughs) but if you want to be a part of an open discussion that's what i made the facebook page for uh but at the same time like i said if you want to tell me something anonymously on instagram and maybe have me share it on facebook on your behalf i'll definitely do that too but let's get back to what i was talking about back to what i was chatting about god damn it i don't even remember all right (laughs) i'm gonna post on instagram and facebook How do you know when you're ready to get back on the market? And when I say back on the market, I do mean dating, which means like putting yourself out there, going places to try to meet new people and do new things. And that's a really big thing for me because one, my social anxiety gets the best of me a lot. However, that's something that I'm working on. And then two, I don't want an online date, so I want to meet somebody in person. You know what I'm saying? And it's like nothing's wrong with online dating. It's just it's, it, it it wasn't. I don't trust it anymore. Now, if you follow me on Instagram and we go to talking from there, that's a little different. But like as far as like dating sites, nah, you will not see me on them. I refuse to go back. Oh my god, I refuse. Hell no. So I said that I wanted to talk about anxiety on this episode and something that I noticed something that I noticed with my anxiety is that and this is not rocket science I promise you this is probably something that people who have anxiety have already learned or was already told but now I'm really starting to see it my body gets really excited and then confused and then anxiety kicks in because I start to worry. However, I've been doing a lot of self-reflection because, like I said, one thing that I'm on right now with this spiritual journey is a journey to self-love. I've never been the type of person that just, like, hated myself. Like, I know some people really do struggle with that. That shit is really real. And I'm sending love to you all who are feeling like that. But I never had that feeling. Now, what I have noticed about me, though... I do a lot of negative self-talk. So that's something that just started. So I'm trying to get that shit out of my system because that ain't even me. Like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, this doesn't look right. Oh, like just negativity. Just, ugh, you know, so that's something that I've really been working on. But like one thing I told myself is the the best things in my life happen when I am genuinely being myself and I've made some really dope friends off of just genuinely being me, not trying to be something I'm not trying, not, you know, which I never said, not saying that I, I try to be something that I'm not because I've never really done anything like that before, but it'll just be some shit where you'll be thinking about it and you'll be like, dog, this shit ain't even me. Let me chill. That's what I've been doing a lot of because I said, if the cards are saying that the love of my life is about to show up. I don't want him to show up and he be like falling in love with something that's fake that ain't even me. So 
I got to stay me at all times. And I'm secure in who I am. I'm confident in who I am. So, not so, but I meant to say, what I wanted to say was, I'm confident in who I am. I'm comfortable in who I am. But I start to have anxiety and that shit get me to tripping. Like, it get me to tripping. Like, anxiety really will have you thinking you crazy or creepy or just weird or just like nobody's going to want to be around you. And that's not even it, dog. That's not even it. So if you are feeling like that, like if those are feelings that you can relate to, stop, dog. Stop. Because guess what? I guarantee you, you better. You better without the anxiety. That's that anxiety and worry that gets confused with excitement and it just gets all mixed up. And then your ass having a panic attack and you can't breathe and you're standing in the corner. And that's I'm not dissing you because trust me, I'm talking about me. That's what happens with me. And even just maybe I want to say two days ago, I was thinking about uh, going shopping. I need an outfit for. There's an event that I'm going to go to um, the first weekend in November. It's an event in New Orleans. It's called uh, Sex Live NOLA. I have been dying to get to this for like the past two years. But every single time they have it, I'm either out of town or I miss it. That's happened. Like they, I think they have it two times a year. All the other times for the past two years, I've either been out of town. And then this year, I just missed it because I didn't know when it was. I'm on it this year. I've already got my ticket. And I'm like, now I have to find me something to wear. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, what do you want to wear? Like, what's the look you want to go for? Because that's how I dress myself. I figure out, like, what's the look I want to go for? And then I kind of just fill in the blanks from there. So I'm like, okay, you know, is the uh, weather's changing here in New Orleans. When I moved back home, I only bought, like, work clothes down here. So all of my clothes are seriously, like, still in Dallas in my storage. So <laughs> there's that. So I'm like, okay, I could just give me a little one-two outfit real quick. Some real cute. I had a fucking anxiety attack online shopping. And then I said, you know what? Calm down. I took some deep breaths. I kept telling myself to calm down. And I'm like, you know what? If you don't order something online, you're going to have to go into the store. The last time I went shopping, I went to, is this was maybe, maybe two years ago? The last time I went to the mall, I went to the mall with my cousin. The reason I didn't have anxiety then was because I was dressing her. I wasn't looking at anything for myself. I have no problem going into a store. I can style somebody in a heartbeat, but if it's me, I'm like freaking out. Man, I had a whole ass anxiety attack in Steinmark. Because I didn't want to spend money and I needed to actually buy stuff one day. That happened to me once. One day I was in a Forever 21 and I think I was trying on this dress. And it was like right when I realized that I had gained weight. I had a fucking nervous, like a breakdown, full on breakdown in a Forever 21's dressing room. That's terrible. So those two things because they happened back to back it was like the star my thing happened first then the forever 21 thing happened and then i was like fuck it i'm not going shopping anymore that 
is crippling. Like anxiety is crippling. It's like fear and excitement and it gets so scary because it's your own body and it's your own thoughts. So one thing that I really am working on with my anxiety, which yes, I am taking my medication. I take Zoloft. Um, I always say thank God for Zoloft weed and currency because that's what keeps me calm. Well, that's what calms me back down, shall I say, because I will get myself all worked up and then have to calm myself back down. So, but I've been very good for the past, I'll say, I'm not going to say, let's not even get into that into because I, let's not, let's not talk about that. <laughs> but anyway, I noticed that, um, I noticed that and like I'm saying it. So now I want to try, like even just the other day. I was kind of nervous about even going to the fucking grocery store. Me and my cousin went to the grocery store when I was in Houston. And you know how I told y'all in past podcasts, I used to get like this social anxiety that I was in everybody's way. We walked from one end of the store because we parked on the wrong end. And so we walked to the other end and then shopped our way down the other way. As we're walking down, I had my own cart. I didn't have my headphones in and I was just walking walking and breathing and when I got to the end of the store I was so happy (laughs) I was so happy I was like oh my god I just crushed that shit look at me I did it it was so it that's that sounds tiny to other people but when I tell y'all that's something that I probably would like when I lived in Dallas I probably couldn't have did that I used to have to force myself to go to Walmart and Walmart Walmart when I lived in Dallas, Walmart was right next door to my job. So all I had to do was like walk across the parking lot. That was it. That's it. That's all I had to do. But once I got in there, I would just be people everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And y'all know Texas is fucking huge. If you ever went to any Walmart, any grocery store in Texas, whether it be Dallas or Houston, you know they got about a million people in there. Like, bro, so many fucking people live in Texas. Like, y'all keep talking about people moving to Atlanta dog texas is fucking full (laughs) and then the the crazy thing is texas ain't full because it's full of all this empty land like oh child but i love texas though i love texas i love texas like texas will always be my second home whether it be dallas or houston fuck with both of y'all love y'all but just that like feeling that feeling of me walking from one end to the end of the store to the other without having to say excuse me to anybody without anybody having to say excuse me to me and I was just walking and it just was like nobody was in my way and I didn't feel like I was in anybody's way and that that shit felt incredible I'm not even gonna lie to y'all like I remember I told my cousin I was like I'm like son I really just did that. And she was like, that's so good. And that's one thing that I fucking love about my cousin. Like, she tries so hard to understand, like, my anxiety. So, like, she doesn't push me to do stuff. If I don't want to do something, she don't feel no type of way. She just say, okay, okay. And that's it. But when I do have a good moment like that, she helps me celebrate. Even if it's something little like that. And that's why I said... And again, in past pods, you need a good support system. And if you don't have none, that's what the misguided family is for. We family now. You listening to my pod? What's up, sis? Hey, cousin. How you doing? Okay, that's it. It is what it is. Um, So I, I really, really wanted to talk about that. 
So see how just me being, just me shopping for groceries, like I'm in a store making groceries, minding my own business. Why am I having an anxiety attack? Why? 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 Why, little blue monster? Get off my fucking back. Leave me alone. And I really have to push myself sometimes and tell myself, like, no, you know, like, we're not having no anxiety attack today. Nah, it's not happening. I be having to talk to myself like that sometimes. I don't know how y'all talk to yourselves, but I be having to look in the mirror like, Sian, listen, boo, this ain't it. This ain't it. Suck this shit up. This ain't it. This ain't it. It helps me. That's that's that that's that that that's what works for me. Um, but I was saying just how it's crazy that just how me making groceries, I'm in a store making groceries, minding my own business. And then I burst into like a panic attack. So how I, well, I was thinking like, how could that happen? Like, if that's something that could happen to me, how do I feel like I would be comfortable enough to go out in public and meet new people? Like, how, how am I going to be comfortable enough? So that's something that I've really been working on. Cause like even my friend, even my best friend, I've, I told her, I was like, you know, I think I'm ready to get back on the market. She was like, well, see, you're going to have to get out the house. You know that, right? And I was like, oh, do I really have to? And I'm, I said it in a joking way, but it's kind of that, that is kind of how I feel like, oh, do I have to really, do I really have to go? Yes. Yes. You have to get out the house. You have to go. <laughs> so I always uh, read about like people getting out of their comfort zone and my comfort zone is home. Like I really like being at home. Like, ugh, I, when I had my own place not my last apartment, y'all know I fucking hated it there. But when I lived by my, I'm not going to, and I'm not going to say like my, my apartment was bad, but me living alone. Oh God, I loved it. I could be alone nude sing loud whenever i want all day long if i wanted i could cook i could clean nude and just be happy and even though i was doing all of those things something would still come along that will cause me to break out into a panic attack or cause me to have a depressive episode but that's just life at this point hmm it's crazy. It actually that actually just hit me as I was saying it out loud. Wow. Um Wow. <laughs> Sometimes you know you kind of knock yourself back like damn. Okay. Um but anyway, I don't want to keep saying um. I'm I'm still trying to work on getting like getting out of the habit of saying that. I'm so sorry y'all cuz I hate that I do that. But like I was saying, well back to what I was saying. Something that I really could not wait to talk about on this podcast. We're just gonna... Okay, so that's what I had to say about, like, anxiety and shit. Like, that's that's what I feel like is gonna be an obstacle that I'm gonna have to overcome. Is me having, like, a bit of a social... Not a bit, a lot of fucking social anxiety. Because nobody's... Like, if I'm... If I'm... If I'm feeling anxious when I'm in public, right? That's not me. So nobody's gonna be meeting the real me. You see what I'm saying? And then sometimes, too, if I'm in public, that's too many energies for me to really be around. And then all of a sudden, I feel like kind of like, oh, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. And then then I I feel like in my head, I'm freaking out. 
Um, but like, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I do, I did say, like, I promised myself, I am going to try to get out of the house at least once a, once a day. Well, not once a day, once a week. I'm going to start there. I'm going to start there. I promise you. Like, even if it's just me hopping on the bus and going downtown or me taking, well, no, I'm no hopping on the bus, going downtown or me going somewhere to get a drink with a friend or, you know, something. I just, I, I got to start getting the fuck out of the house. <laughs> I have to start pushing myself to do that. Even though I really like being at home. I got to get out more. Plus, if I get out more, then I'll have more things to talk about on the podcast. Right? 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 Right. I know, right? So, in conclusion, I am still every day working on dealing with anxiety. Uh, It's showing me new... It's showing me a lot of different stuff about myself. And I did want to share this too. I was watching... y'all, So, y'all know I love This Is Us. I am in love with Beth and Randall Pearson. I love them both as a couple. I love them as a couple. I know it's a fake TV show, but I love them both. Beth Pearson is a bad bitch, and I am obsessed with her. And Randall Pearson is just such a sweetheart, and I am in love with him. I love them both. When I remember, like, one of the episodes, I thought they were about to get a divorce, and I'm ugly crying. I'm like, no, like, y'all, come on, y'all, come on. Look at me, I'm boosy. Come on, man. I just, I couldn't, like, I, I couldn't take it if they were going to get a divorce. Oh, my God. that It just, oh, goodness. I was so sad. But anyway, um, if you guys are watching the new season, I'm not going to really give away a spoiler, but I am going to bring this up. This is something that happened on the show. So for people who do watch This Is Us, Randall Pearson is the black kid that was adopted by a white family the mom was pregnant with triplets one of her babies died and just so happened as her baby died a firefighter dropped a baby off at the hospital so they ended up uh, adopting him and they named him randall and randall from a young child dealt with anxiety like he used to have panic attacks at school um, his dad would have to come and calm him down. His brother would come and calm him down. And then when he became an adult, he had a panic attack at work one night and his brother had to come and, uh, calm him down. On the last episode, his daughter, Tess, she began to have a lot of characteristics. Like it stood out. The characteristics that they share, it stood out. And one, and she was at school and she had a panic attack at school. And he, Randall, he went and got her. And when he talked to his, when he was talking to Beth about it, he was just like, of all the things that I could pass down to her, I didn't think that this would be one of them. <laughs> and he didn't know, but when his dad, because he found his biological father, he ended up moving in with them and him and his biological father's name was William. And William and Beth, his wife, had gotten really close. And one night, William was talking to Beth about him dealing with anxiety and um, like panic attacks and stuff like that. And but he didn't tell it to anybody else. And when I tell y'all, even right now, as I'm saying it, <laughs> I'm really tearing up <laughs> because the same thing that Randall said 
William also said of all the things that I could have possibly passed down to my child, I didn't think that this would be one of them. Or at least I hoped it wouldn't, you know? So by me, like I already had the topic of me wanting to get back on the market as my topic for this week. Like I already knew that this was what I wanted to talk about. But me watching that also made me think. And I was like, fuck, I didn't even think about that. Like, that's a serious possibility that I'm dealing with this right now. And it's a possibility that genetically I can pass this on to my children. Because I recently found out that this was something else that my dad passed on to me. <laughs> um, My sister, one of my stepsisters, well, I call I don't I don't really say step because that is my dad's daughter. So she's my sister. Um my my little sister on my daddy's side, that's what I call her. My little sister, she uh told me that her mom told her that our dad used to take medication for anxiety. Like I remember like he used to have his leg used to shake. My I do the same I could be sitting anywhere and my leg is just shaking, just going about. And I can't control it. I'm not. Well, I can control it because I can stop doing it once I notice it. But once it starts, it just starts on its own. I'm not doing it. My body just does it. So she said uh, he used to take medication for it, too. And I was like, fuck, well, this is where I got this from, too. Like, I got a shellfish allergy from him. And now I got this. Damn. But as I'm thinking about that. I was thinking also, what if this is just a generational curse? And this is just something that is another thing that I'm going to have to break. Because <laughs> I've been writing down what I've realized. Well, what I think are generational curses, um, like throughout my family. And those are things that I am working on so that I can better. I'm recording in a car, guys. So somebody is running up. Goddamn chef. In a raggedy ass car. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And it's in right in the middle, so I can't even cut that out. Shit. Anyway, sorry about that, y'all. I am back. Like I was saying. That is a that is something that it is something to think about. Like, because it is possible. Like it is possible for me to be able to pass this on to my children and I really really don't want that I want this to stop on me so I pray to God that this is oh man I pray that this is a generational curse that I can fucking break because I don't want to pass this on to nobody especially not my babies and so that's that those are some ideas that's just been dancing around in my head you know it's scary to think about but since I feel like since I know what it is and I can see the signs if god forbid my children do have to deal with this i can catch it early and like give them techniques and like i can prepare them for it as best as i could but like i said i feel like it is a generational curse and i feel like it is something that i can break because anxiety isn't going to break me i mean it kind of bent me a little bit a little bit but it ain't gonna break me that's that's out of the question that ain't gonna happen (laughs) So I wanted to talk about that. And then the next thing that I wanted to talk about, I could not wait to talk about this. Let's talk about Tank on Angela Yee's lip service. So 
when I first wrote this out that I wanted to talk about this, I literally wrote, what in the world is going on? Tank out here talking about if you suck dick twice, you ain't gay. And then I realized that social media really does cut things up (laughs) and uses things as clickbait. And now poor Tank is out here being called gay when all this man was doing. He really was trying to help. Like if y'all go and listen to the episode, it's like they pulled him into this because he was like, they asked him something about a liar. He was like, well, if you, you know, if you lie twice, you're not really a liar. This is what I have to say about that part, first and foremost. First of all, if you lie, you're a liar. Like, that's it. However, they do have good lies and they have bad lies. Like, for instance, me. I'm not a liar. Like, I wouldn't just lie to you out of the blue like, oh, bitch, I just got a check for $10 million. No, I wouldn't lie to you like that. Now, if it's a possibility that I can get a check for $10 million and all I have to do is lie, I'm going to lie my ass off. And it's going to be an elaborate lie. I am going to lie <laughs> and I'm going to keep my lie going. There's one thing my brother-in-law taught me. He said, if you're going to lie, keep your lie going. And that's the reason why I don't lie. Because if I lie to you now, I'm going to have to lie to you tomorrow, lie to you the day after that. I ain't got time for that shit. I ain't got time for that because I could just tell you no right now. Right? Okay. So that's number one. So he said, if you lied twice, you're not a liar. Angela, you said... So, if you suck a dick once, that'll make you gay. And he was like, I mean, and then that's when, so that's the part that y'all probably seen on like Baller Alert, Bossip, shit like that. And y'all got him out here saying, like, looking like, y'all got this man out, not y'all, they have this man out here looking like he's saying, if you suck dick twice, you ain't gay. So, I'm gonna say this. One, I totally do understand that there is a double standard between men and women because as women, you can eat pussy once or twice and you're not gay. You just eat pussy once or twice. Okay. However, if you're a man and you thought you to some people, if you even if you're a man, and you even think about sucking dick, you gay. Then they have some people who are a bit more understanding who will be like, okay, you know, you were by curious, like you were curious. You wanted to figure something out, something popped in your head and you wanted to try it. That's on them. And my whole point in bringing this up is one, I thought it was so funny because I was like, nah, Tank, that's, that's, that might be a little gay, bro. You might be a little gay if you didn't suck dick twice. Now, once you won't try it. All right. I'm a, I'm a, I mean, okay. But two times, you got to do it twice to make sure. I don't know. Because now, it, are you going to do it the third time, bro? Now, you do it the third time, then you are you, you in there. <laughs> and that's not even words from me. That's words from a gay friend. Because he was like, if a straight dude tell me he sucked dick twice, I'm going like, to shoot my shot. I'm just saying. that That's just what was told to me. Now, I know what y'all probably thinking... Well, Sian, what do you think? I'm going to tell you this. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Your sexual preference is your sexual preference. Now, if you want to tell people what your sexual preference is, go ahead. Be my guest. Mm, to me, what makes a person gay? Well, to me, what makes a man gay is if he is physically, sexually emotionally attracted 
to other men. Okay? Okay. I said it. I meant it. Okay? All right. Now, there are some men who are sexually and physically attracted to men and women. Those men are by curious. A lot of those men live in Dallas. Just throwing that out there. So if you buy curious, you won't try some shit. Go on to Dallas. Ain't nobody gonna judge you. I promise you. I done seen it. Um anywho. Now, for the men who are sexually and physically attracted to women, you, sir, are heterosexual. Okay? Now, my heterosexual sir. You probably read something online that said, ooh, if you're having, oh, if you're like having sex with a woman and she like plays with your butthole, that causes for a great orgasm. And you say, you know what? I think I might want to try that. Hey, babe, can we try this? That, that don't make you gay. Why? The person that you're having sex with is a woman. You are emotionally physically and sexually attracted to this woman however you like a little butt play that's on you because again the male g-spot is in the anus now i mean that's t for a lot of y'all some of y'all don't want to talk about it and again that's on you but i'm gonna talk about it because again i don't give a fuck that's on y'all the only time i care about a person's sexual preference is if that person is having sex with me okay and the only person's sexual preference that I really care about is mine. I don't care if you don't like dark skin. Well, no, I do care if you don't. I, I don't like if you don't. I don't care if you don't like dark skin women. But you ain't about to be out here disrespecting dark skin women and calling them ugly and saying white women is better. No, no, because then you're going to get your ass beat. However, if that's not your preference, that's on you if you don't like light-skinned men again don't date light-skinned men because they're not your preference but you ain't got to be out here saying light-skinned men ugly and they this and they dead and they gay and da 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 because that those are things that i've heard over the years again preference i don't care that's on you but you ain't got to be disrespecting nobody okay I had a conversation with my niece. We talked about Michael B. Jordan and how Michael B. Jordan doesn't seem to too much care for. I don't know if it's not. I don't know if it's all black women or just dark skinned black women. But I know for a fact he don't like dark skinned black women. Okay. So me and my niece had a had a talk and I was telling her, I was like, I don't I no longer support him because if you don't like dark skinned black women, you don't like black women, period. Fuck you. Have a nice day. I have dark-skinned cousins, I have dark-skinned friends, and y'all ain't about to play with them, and y'all ain't about to play with me, okay? Now, my niece, she's like a light-skinned girl, so I had to, she's young, so she doesn't know any better, so I had to let her know. If there is a man who's going to say, I don't like dark-skinned women, I only date red girls, and you the red girl he decided to date, you're going to have to let him know he ain't got to diss nobody to compliment you. Because if a man have to diss another group of women or another woman to compliment you, you trash. You trash. You ain't got to do all that. So, 
for people who like they even have men who be like oh man I can't be around him because he gay and he gonna try to kiss me what no what the fuck me and my brother just had a conversation and my brother was like he doesn't care about in which I feel like me and him had this conversation before and I really kind of changed his perception on this subject matter I told him I'm like men who are straight don't care about men being gay because they're comfortable in their own sexuality if you comfortable in your own sexuality and you not gonna give a fuck what another man is doing as long as he ain't trying to do it to you that's it now again well in high school I had a gay friend and he told me one day he was like you know me and your brother had a conversation about um me being gay and the fact that I don't play with him like that and he respect me as a dude you know it's like you could still respect a gay man as a man because at the end of the day that's still a man and you gonna respect him as such but see those dudes who like overly homophobic that's the ones y'all gotta watch okay that's the ones you gotta watch that's the ones you gotta watch you got a watch watch them don't say i didn't warn y'all but i told my brother i'm like i respect the fact that you are able to have conversations like that because like you're gonna work with somebody that's gay you're gonna go to church with somebody that's gay you're gonna go to school with somebody that's gay they have it hard enough with society spewing hate against them without having somebody in their own community hating them so i feel like heterosexual men who are comfortable in their sexuality thank you because you are the ones that are making the world safer for the rest of us as long as you know you're doing what you need to do and not let nobody disrespect anybody else or disrespect you because I'm sorry if y'all never been around a man who respects himself he ain't gonna let nobody disrespect nobody in his presence you see what I'm saying but that's another topic for another day I'm just saying I'm just throwing that out there I didn't want this to get into one of the being you know that I didn't want to get into that (laughs) I really wanted to keep this on to tank but I just I I had to go there because I had to get that off my chest that's the way I feel. If yo, if you have a preference, you keep your preference. To your, you ain't got to be waving that shit around like a flag. We don't care. Keep it to yourself. And if you are going to tell somebody what your preference is, you don't have to do it in a disrespectful manner. You don't have to be disrespectful when you do it. You don't have to do it in a disrespectful tone. Respect one another. Just as you will want somebody to respect you, respect them. Respect them as if they your mama sister or your mama brother. Respect them. But if they disrespect you, then fuck that. Everything else I just said is out the window. I'm just throwing it out there. Because I don't know what y'all going to do for y'all respect, but ain't nobody going to play with me. <laughs> so I just I wanted to say that. And I really did want to bring the thing up with Tank because I had one reaction to it. And then I watched the full, um, not watch the full, list, well, listen to the full um, interview. And I'm like, poor thing. And then he went to the breakfast club and he still wanted to talk about it. But that was that shit was a setup on his end because he should have known better. But I'm like, Paul Thing wanted to go out and promote his album 
And I mean, honestly, one last time y'all heard a Tank album. Okay. Um, I mean, Tank, he, he, he have, he have his fans. I'm not particularly a fan. I haven't really liked the Tank song since maybe I deserve, but, oh, and that song that he has at when we, that song creeps me the fuck out. So it just sounds like an old creepy man singing it to me. Sorry, Tank. I just don't like that one. Um, maybe, I mean, and I'm going to listen to a CD. Like I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to stream it. Of course, not going to buy it. I'm going to stream it. Cause that's what I pay for title for. But I, I'm going to give it a chance. That one song though. I don't like it. I know I don't like it. It makes me very uncomfortable. Um, and I don't know why, like I don't, that song puts me in a, it's in the same group as a bedroom boom by the yin yang twins and avant some songs that's like supposed to be really sexy songs they just make me feel uncomfortable and i i I just i can't i can't and this is coming from a person who one of her favorite songs is some cut by trillville i fucking love that song but I, i just i can't i can't and um That was one of the uh, things that I wanted to talk about. And the other thing that I wanted to talk about for what's going on in the world is y'all get ready. The Popeye sandwich is going to be back in November. You have been warned. And I know I said I wasn't going to eat no more because that last one had almost took me out. I know I had said that. But listen... Popeye's about to hire about 400 new people. So, I feel like them sandwiches gonna be right. I feel like them sandwiches, they gonna be right. And I'm gonna I'm try one. I'm gonna try one. I'm gonna let y'all know what happened um, when I go ahead and try one. <laughs> so, I just slide that in there. Another thing I wanna talk about before we leave. Oh my goodness, we almost out of time. Another thing I really wanted to talk about. Well, well two things. I have two things. One more topic for what's going on in the world and then... I'm going to do my last one. My last topic for what's going on in the world is I read a story last week that boys of Indian descent peed on a black girl while calling her the N-word. When I seen it, I was like, hold up, I must have read this wrong. (laughs) I smoke weed in the morning, so I must have read this wrong. So I read it again. And then I'm like, no, this is still fucking unbelievable. I, I, I I can't believe this. So I read it again. And the only thing I could think of was this is middle school children. Somebody, somebody taught them this. Children don't just grow up with that amount of hate in them. And that bothered the fuck out of me. I was like, who the fuck is teaching their kids this? Like that shit is weird. And all I could do was pray for the girl because I'm like, I couldn't imagine the way that she is feeling right now. The fact that she has to go through the rest of her life remembering that this happened to her. And I'm like, all of them, I don't care if they are in middle school. I don't, I really don't care. They need to be charged with a hate crime. They need to be charged with, um... What is it? I can't remember the other charge I said, but I definitely said this needs to be taken as a hate crime because that it is and that they should all have to register as sex offenders. And I say that because if 
you like okay if you there's this thing where you can look at all of the people who are registered sex offenders in your neighborhood the neighborhood where i grew up we are like right off of a major highway so people walk up and down this fucking highway all the time pissing on side of the road peeing in public all sorts of shit okay when they get arrested for that they have to register as a sex offender and it has crime against nature so if you see that that means that somebody got caught peeing outside okay if you got to register as a sex offender for peeing outside, they need to be registered for, as a sex offender for peeing on this child. Even though, yeah, they are children too. Oh, well. Now y'all gonna learn. This ain't what you do. This shit ain't right. It ain't right. It ain't fucking right. And when is enough gonna be enough, America? When the fuck is it? Because that's fucking disgusting. It's disgusting. And the parents are better than me. Because guess what? They have about six dead kids running like around right now. I'm sorry. I ain't. I don't know. I don't have no sense when it comes to kids. I don't have none. That that shit is disrespectful. It's disgusting. And I really, I really feel like even like they need to talk to the parents. Like who taught their child that this shit was okay? Who taught their child that this was okay? I'm going to follow up with y'all on that because, of course, Lee Merritt posted it on his Instagram. So I don't know. I don't think he's on a case because he's in, you know, uh, he's a civil rights lawyer in uh, Texas and somewhere else. I can't remember the other place. But fuck no. Fuck that. Like, just no. No. Adulting 101 this week is not really a full segment. It's just a little tip. My adulting 101 this week is about stretching in the morning please make sure that you all are stretching in the morning if you can't stretch and meditate in the morning at least stretch in the morning when you get up your body is going to thank you okay get your stretches in make sure you're taking your vitamins 15 to 20 minutes of meditation every day if you can I just, I, I, I really want us to heal. I'm trying to calm down after that because I really was enraged when I read that shit. Like, I really had to read it like three or four times before it really clicked in my mind what the fuck I was reading. Like, that pissed me off so bad. I had to, like, I had to go sit in the backyard and breathe because, like, I couldn't breathe. Like, I was so upset. Like, I was so angry. <laughs> I was so angry. Like, y'all, that just, it broke my fucking heart because that shit, that is, like, that's terrible, man. That's terrible. The last thing that I wanted to say was when I was in Texas, too. And this is we're going to leave out on a funny note. We ain't going to leave out all serious and mad. Um, <laughs> me and my cousin was talking. Well, no, we wasn't talking, but my cousin was talking on the phone and I was in her kitchen cooking. So she was on the phone with somebody and somebody said something about needing $40. So she was like, $40? She was like, oh, no, I'm not one of these hoes that need $40. My rent is X amount. My car note is this much. Like, I can't do shit with $40. And that was like my third time that week hearing somebody say something about $40. And like I told y'all, my guy who's on Instagram, who I love um, following, he's he's an internet friend. Um, Operation Grind is operation.grind is his Instagram. And I tag, I share a lot of his stuff because like he's so motivational and it's just awesome. But on his page one day, this fool... (laughs) put $40 on the floor and was like, what you gonna do for this $40? (laughs) 
And I'm just thinking, and I'm like, I, I asked my cousin, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to ask on a pie. Like, what these hoes need $40 for? What the fuck you need $40 for? It's 2019. What are you buying with $40? Your phone bill ain't $40. Your light bill ain't $40. None of your bills is $40. What do you need $40 for? At this point, bitches' nails ain't even $40 no more. You can't even get a $40 sewing. So I'm trying to figure out if y'all know, what do you need $40 for? Now, I'm saying that because I really do. I want to know. Because a lot of women, they like, it, it, yeah, it's a pass around joke. But that's that really be real for some people. Like, oh, I'm going to give you $40, you know. What? No, what? <laughs> $40? Huh? <laughs> what are y'all doing with this $40? That's that's all I want to know. Now, don't get me wrong. If somebody giving me $40, I'm going to take the $40 because it's $40 more than I have. However, I'm not about to do nothing strange for $40. Like, I'm just, I'm not. I'm not selling myself for $40. Like, it's, no. I just, I I, I want to know, what, what, what do you need $40 for? What are you doing with this $40? Because if you ask me for $40 today, I'm going to think you smoking crack because that's how much I think crack costs. That, that, that's, that's all I can see. That's all I can see. Like, you got to be smoking crack. And I know y'all ain't out here fucking crackles. You know what? Never mind. I'm not judging y'all. But I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I'm pretty sure that I am almost to the hour. Um, I'm sorry that this episode took so long to come out. But like I said, I'm still trying to get kind of getting used to me recording in new spaces and how things sound. <sighs> It's just, it's a lot, but I'm going to figure it out. We're going to figure this out. We're going to be all right. I hope that this doesn't come out sounding like I'm yelling because then um, I'm going to be very upset. But I'm still going to post it because I love you guys and because I know if D doesn't see another pod within a week or so, she might come and stab me. So I'm going <laughs> to, I just want to say thank you guys for sticking out like sticking with me for 17 weeks like thank you man like I really appreciate it and I love it and I appreciate the support and I want to really keep doing my podcast so I hope that y'all keep listening tell y'all friends to listen tell y'all homies to listen don't tell y'all mamas to listen because they probably don't like the fact that I curse a lot but if your mama curse tell follow my pod too she could listen she could listen and tell her to dm me on instagram because i know if she curse i know if your mama like curses she got instagram fuck that i already know and like the page on facebook so we got at miss Goddy goddess podcast on instagram and we have the miss Goddy goddess podcast page on facebook and as always if you guys are interested in a tarot card reading send me a dm and i will send you um the details on how i do my tarot card readings So, as always, I wish, hope, and pray that you all have a very blessed and abundant week. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace.